Thank God I'm not a fucking singer. <laughs> like the the worst thing yeah. about like the, the one thing I'm completely talentless at is having like a a nice voice uh and like Slowly, mm-hmm. my career is becoming talking out of my mouth and my ass, obviously, which is like <laughs> how, yeah, how yeah. things turn. I almost failed music class. You know what this means? Like, this is impossible to fail. Like, the professor just gives A's to everyone. He gives B's to the people that don't even show up. I couldn't in, like, sixth grade, fifth grade. I couldn't sing, like, these extremely easy to fucking just – you needed to pronounce them, not even sing, like, patriotic songs mm-hmm. or whatever, indoctrination shit they did to us i couldn't i couldn't the whole class was laughing at me it was it was one of the biggest traumas in my life and uh, the way we did it is like i was opening my mouth and the kid sitting next to me he was singing instead of me and the professor obviously saw that because that's like the most Mm. obvious fucking cheating that you could be doing and he and he gave me an a because he couldn't like bother with me anymore like he can't flunk somebody for uh, <laughs> lack of musical ability i mean he could but that would be a precedent in the whole country probably lamal do you guys learn on recorders uh, as kids you know those little plastic no, things ain't nobody no. got money for that bitch. what <laughs> no. the fuck is a recorder no, Chris, no no yeah it's Dude, a, I, I, yeah it's a shitty little There's plastic no flute and they're they're terrible mm. but uh <laughs> it's, i've heard uh, yeah go ahead uh, no, I was just gonna say I've heard uh, performances, uh, American kid performances, like recitals, I think mm-hmm. they're called, and just all the ki- all the parents are are there and they're trying to pretend to be proud. Yeah. Of yeah, the, dog just shit. garbage music out of these terrible little <laughs> instruments. They're 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 really quite bad. I don't know honestly why they don't just like teach something else, like just. But why? Uh, so they do flutes. I don't know. They they they're do probably very cheap to make. Blow it too. It's no, the cheapest. No wonder yeah. you guys t- turn out to be such cocksuckers afterward. But nah. oh my we, God. we did, we did uh, <laughs> like say, piano, on, but not really piano, but like uh, electric keyboard. But uh, and they were always very cheap. Yeah. And if it's not mm-hmm. cheap, you know, the school gives you a free one to you. But they were cool because you had those like settings to make it sound more guitarish or more like yeah. uh, classical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I still remember one particular song, and I can always do it like with my fingers. So when I'm like with a with like a group of like posh corporate people and shit the way i fuck with their brain for them to think that i'm like this uh very uh, aristocratic uh, well-rounded individual, individual. piano or whatever you know while i'm sitting mm. and like having my drink or eating you know i'm pretending that i'm doing like a little piano play with my right hand thinking that you know nobody's gonna see it and it's like a tick that i have and then obviously they ask oh do you play the piano it's like yes of course uh, many years and you and he's like oh no no i always wanted to learn so it always it always fucking works and it's like the simplest fucking song is like five fucking notes but if you do it in repeat it looks like you're fucking <laughs> Beethoven up in the bitch mm-hmm. and they've never asked I you to play it. anything else they're content with no. your five notes they're like oh you play I, piano I, oh, that's, I that's only great. do it with <laughs> people that I know on. I'm not gonna see again and it's in restaurants usually so it just stay, sticks there oh not on no, an actual it's, piano it's very yeah, awkward because okay. half of my colleagues know that I'm bullshitting them but my, my other colleagues are bullshitting <laughs> them in other ways so it's always uh, difficult after you heard a lie for like the 700th time for you not to laugh you know when this guy's pretending to be this or yeah. that guy pretending to be that I love like I have one colleague that like absolutely despises children never wants to have children but when they're, she's talking to like <laughs> potential clients or whatever that uh, you know have like five kids she turns into the biggest like Karen mom she knows all about the diapers oh. all about mm-hmm. the yeah the, the grind is the grind gentlemen <laughs> but uh, you know 
I was going to say, you said they made you sing things. Did they make you sing My, my Dad is a War Criminal? Moje tata zločina nazi zrata. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, See, no, I, I, my those God. I, those some... I sing because I want to. <laughs> there we go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> that was number one. Number two, sorry, I, I put this in the fucking episode starter bits. We have, a, for the listeners, we have, like, you know, the usually documents. And the things that we want to start the episode, this bullshit talk that we do, uh, whatever things that we want to speak about, we just put a little memory peg. And I put one that just says, that just says Biscoff spread. Uh, <laughs> and the reason that is because for some reason I remembered a song. I don't know if this was in a meme. I don't know if this is somebody I know who sang this. But they sang the words Biscoff, fucking Biscoff, represent, gotta represent. What? <laughs> to, the, what? To, the tune, to the tune of, uh, what's that? Uh, who, there's some rapper. What's his name? That the guy who, rapper. Oh my. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, the one with the nice flute bit that people, it's from an older song about prison, being a prisoner. That doesn't uh, narrow one, down either. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard Hakeem sound oh, so white, like, in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> It's just one of those songs. It's just one of those rappers. It's one of those rappers. It is um, about prison or something. You gentlemen probably know it, indeed. <laughs> what, it's, it's typical it's the for their culture. Think, think, that's what it's Oh, my God. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> the, the, what's it called? Future, that's his name. Okay, well done. <laughs> <laughs> he has a song called Mask Off. Ah, yes. Where he says Mask ah, Off. Yes, yes. Fuck it, Mask Off. Represent. And then he says, oh, Percocet and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such, yeah, yeah. Such, such lovely things, song. yes. <laughs> uh, Molly Percocet yeah that's what he says and somebody changed the lyrics to Biscoff fucking Biscoff instead do you know what Biscoff is no this sounds so niche okay, okay. What, what is it <laughs> Uh, you know, whenever you go to any third world fucking cafe anywhere and you order like a proper coffee, not, I mean, like, not like an Arab or Turkish coffee, I mean, like a cappuccino or something, you get a little cookie. It's a brown cookie, uh-huh. right? That cookie is from a brand called Biscoff. Okay. And these people have have made also spreads, like, you know, like Nutella and mm-hmm. stuff like this, yeah. but from the Biscoff cookie thing uh-huh. basically and i was just gonna ask you if you guys this is a very roundabout way of asking you do you have a, a spread that you like for <laughs> all, all, all that <laughs> just to ask you this like a spread uh <laughs> basically no i don't I'll, i barely ever eat breakfast anyway um uh, based yeah uh kelsey has one you guys are gonna make fun of me what is it uh mm. bovril do you know bovril is it like Marmite? No, yeah, it's like it's that. a British thing. I think it's like a beef spread, which is really it sounds really oh. weird to me. Uh, so mm-hmm. I blame the British for that. And sorry, British listeners, but your 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 spreads are weird. <laughs> but is it yeah, like in pastet form? Like uh, it's what is um, that? I fucking yank. Uh, the, the, <laughs> it's uh, like um, made into like like foie gras, like you know where yeah. it's like a smoothed out. Yeah, it's yeah. smoothed yeah. out. You put it on bread, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a spread. Yeah, it's very yeah. nice. Mm. Yeah, I eat that a lot. Yeah, you call it a spread, of course, of course. Uh-huh. You have to mm. take a word that already exists and then call it a spread. <laughs> like, yes. but you no, know, it makes sense. You spread it on the bread. Yeah. Right. No, but in Eastern Europe, you guys have that, don't you? Like a spreadable, like meat spreads. Yeah, but we call them um, pasteta. Yeah, we call them pasteta. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. We yeah, eat yeah, them yeah. like crazy. Yeah, but they slap. One of my favorites. Yeah, they slap. Well. But uh, mm. it's like considered to be for like poor people or whatever. So mm. when yeah, you, know, you grew it. up mm. on on pastete, but then uh, you on pasteta, and then you grow up and mm. you, you you start considering yourself something more sophisticated, and then you stop yeah, eating yeah, it, exactly. and only yeah. because of those stereotypes, like. 
I never like would pick it up, you know, it's subconscious. I would never pick it up in the store. And only recently I fell back in love with it. Like, because now they make some very good ones, not ones that are like filled with uh, pig nails and legs and dicks and like whatever's <laughs> left off. Because that's how they used to make them. Everything that's left over from whatever mm. proper butchery that they, uh, the, that they killed mm. the animal in, everything, uh, you know, that nobody wants to actually eat, you grind it together and you have incredibly well tasting spreads. Mm. Uh, mm. That and and fucking, I really like this. Um, uh, Ex Yugos listening to this will know. Cipiripi, uh, cipiripi. It's a little, it's a little hedgehog on the picture, uh, and it's like a company, an enterprise back then, from all the way back in Yugoslavia that has still been surviving up until today, and it has this very specific cow taste that, like, not even Nutella mm. has. That just uh, probably for, if you guys tried it, you would like vomit. It would suck dick. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for me, it's good because you know most food that you really prefer is just food that you grew up on. Yeah. And, Makes yeah, you feel comfortable and nice and safe. And, mm. no, no, and you, Hakim, what are your spreads uh, except I li- those I like the beef beautiful types. cheeks that I like seeing you spread? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, um, you know what? Actually, it's, it's kind of like um, GT's answer. I don't usually eat breakfast. Uh, when I do, I like cottage cheese and you know my prison, my, mm-hmm. the, the prison dessert things I've oh, told yeah. you about before. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but, but if I will get a spread... Um, I think honestly, uh, the guilty pleasure uh, pleasure is uh, cream cheese. I do like mm. I like cream cheese. I like kaimak. I don't know if you'd consider that oh. a spread, like Gemar. Mm. Gemar, would you consider it a spread? Would I you? I don't, I mean, it's delicious. It's, it's kaimak. It's kaimak. You can put it uh, on yeah, meat. Kaimak, you can put yeah, it yeah, on bread. You Gemar, can put it yeah. just on your lips, like <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking demolish it. Oh, would you drown in fucking honey? Oh my oh, god. Um, yeah, it's it's Oof. yeah. <laughs> I will literally stand all, all up and co eat, and you will wait for me for an hour. Is <laughs> it this hour? I don't think I can find Kaimak fucking anywhere. Oh, There's this fuck. great skit oh. done by Key and Peel, who I massively respect. Uh, and they had one called Macedonian Cafe. I recommend everyone check it oh, out. Oh, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. about, you know, the hatred between a Macedonian and Albanian, like a metaphor for how fucked up the Balkans are. And it was so good because it was like, this has definitely been written by a Balkan person. Like, <laughs> the jokes are too niche and too fucking good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Mm-hmm. When they're fighting about how the proper way to make cevapi or kebapi mm-hmm. is, uh, I, I really hate it because I watched the video a hundred times. He says kaimak, <laughs> kajmak, we take the kajmak, yeah. and, and also Ivar, he calls ajvar. And no, they did a great job. Uh, I think it was Peel, but uh, that just hurts my soul. <laughs> JT, say kaimak. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. Kaimak. Kaimak. Very good. Yeah. There you go. He's one of the good ones. Yeah. He's not not really being racist at this point. In, 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 I, I mean, genuinely give me something like, really difficult to try. No, we, we can say no, no. And you can say the Iraqi one, which is maybe a bit easier on on the fanatics. Gamer. 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 Yeah, exactly right. Can you say Qarnabiyat? What? <laughs> <laughs> slowly, That's slowly. Flower. Qarnabiyat. Oh God. <laughs> Fuck me. I, that's hard. And what about Tikadis? Uh, okay. Tikadis. Huh? Tikadis. Be- am I being punked? What is this one? No, no, just try. Tikadis. Tikadis? Tikadis balls, bitch! gave me that one yeah, that's two episodes in a row we're gonna start with this <laughs> one of those jokes revenge is back revenge is mine now ha 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 hello everyone and welcome back to the 
How does it say second? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> to another professional. Uh, hello, everyone. Shut the fuck. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another installment of arguably the most original politics show out there. Send news. I mean, I mean news. Where we do just that. Go over the news. Mind blowing. We know. For the first news of the day, we have the Lulag, the return, gentlemen, of the actual Gulag, the forced vaccination and fanatical destruction of the free speech minorities of Brazil yes. at the hand of evil authoritarian communists. Yes. Uh, jokes aside, if you would actually like to learn more about the recent events in Brazil, where a crowd of rowdy January 6th impersonators tried to overtake the Brazilian government by walking in and sitting around public offices under the hope that the military will come to their help, you can check out our previous episode where we talked to a Brazilian comrade about it. The main interesting development that has come out of uh, that part of the world since then is the decision of the current Brazilian government to act in full force and begin the expulsion of radical Bolsonaristas. That was always a mouthful and I always fucking well ace well it to talk about professionalism mm -hmm. out of uh, public spaces, including the police, but most importantly, the administrative branch of the different cities in the country. For example, only yesterday, Bolsonaro's former justice minister has been arrested under the accusations of having helped facilitate the riots. Honestly, the guy couldn't look like more guilty because he, while they were happening, of course, he was in Miami. Like, what is it with Miami <laughs> and attracting like anyone from South America that just is fucking horrendous? Uh, mm. At the moment, it really seems that uh, all those who were complicit in what had happened in one way or another, will be dealt with severely. In a way, they gave Lula a perfect excuse to do a little cleanse, uh, something important in my book, even for social democratic mm. governments, after like a longer, pre uh, longer previous stints of the far right uh, being in uh, unchecked power, like the case was uh, in Brazil. So, boys, Gulags 2.0, is it a yay or is it a nay? Mm. Yay, big For yay. For sure. An absolute fucking massive. <laughs> Not even joking. Line them up, vax them yeah. all. Do you know my, do you know my favorite the favorite thing, the best thing that's come out of this is I saw a picture you guys have seen the meme, the memes I've come out of this with the hip hop hat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Lula with the, with a hip hop hat, and he has a badge that says "Cracker Control." But the cracker, the, the K in the middle is like three capital yeah, yeah. K's. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! Black Twitter really popped off that day. Yeah, but you got Nick. You're right. I think it it offers a great like pretense to go and and clean up shop after Bolsonaro yeah. was running rampant for all those years. So it's a it's a nice way to. To sweep out those elements, uh, especially those that have lingered in government, and also put mm. like uh, a hardline stance on, hey, you people are not welcome mm. to do this anymore. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely, and not ne it's yeah, not nearly enough has been done. No, True, just a, and and within the confines of quote unquote respectable quote unquote bourgeois democracy, it never will be enough. You can't right. renounce all these people; they'll just sit them by their time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sorry, but you got me. You're going to say no, something. no, exactly correct. But um, what I only fear out of you know our light-hearted commentary
commentary here is that, you know, people are going to be like, oh, but you're supporting something that is, uh, you know, not necessarily civilized, quote unquote, mm, or not democratic yes. in its nature. <laughs> most Western, <laughs> most uh, Western uh, states in which uh, a particular party wins 50 to 60 percent of the vote or even, God forbid, 70 percent of the vote in elections does this like in a matter of a week when we're talking about mm. uh, cleansing all members of other parties from absolutely every single position of relative power. That is just what is done after elections. A new group comes into power and it removes yeah. the other ones. What unfortunately happens in very often in the developing world is that uh, certain power structures get super entrenched in particular positions. So it can be the military, it can be police, it can even be healthcare, it can be you know different administrations of different municipalities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And these guys become like uh, above party figures. So even uh, when you know their party necessarily loses an election on a, on a, on the general level of the of the country, uh, nobody can fucking touch them because. Uh, they basically control every single segment of uh, of uh, the particular region that they that they control. That is why sometimes very proactively you need to go and literally root them out of their chair that is at this point started looking more like an ancient tree in whatever office <laughs> they 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 <laughs> tend to occupy. So that's why you know the modus operandi will not be the same when it comes to kicking these uh, these people out in you know in Brazil and in I don't fucking know Germany where you know the motherfucker mm. will just stand up and go work for a hedge fund or something. And also just a point of relevance is that uh, even in political systems where they don't get weeded out or like um, one one group, one party, for example, doesn't uh, particularly try to expel members of other parties, it's usually because within bourgeois democracy, quote unquote bourgeois democracy, the uh, general interests that these various parties serve are more or less equal. The differences that they have are minuscule, mm. uh, if they even exist in any material sense. Um, so that's why these differences like come up mostly in socialist uh, states, because there's a fundamental uprooting of the uh, base of the uh, government setup, which is changing it from serving the interests of capital to interest uh, to the uh, interests of the working class. That's not what's happening in Brazil, by the way. I'm just saying right. in, in a particular socialist country. Yep. And you're getting like 1% of this or 5% of this maybe with what's going on in Brazil. TLDR, this was a very funny event. Lulogs for the win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching it. At least I'm enjoying the memes and I want that hip-hop hat. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. That's the important thing. L has a new meaning now. <laughs> All right. I guess I can take the... the the next piece of lovely information. This is one to raise your spirits a bit, okay? For all the people who um, are thinking, uh, you know what, there needs to be a revolution. There needs to be a fundamental uh, shifting of, the, of, of uh, the relations to the means of production. Um, all of you are extremists, okay? We need to go the social democratic route. Uh, social democracy is the answer in which you have respectable politics. Remember, uh, you, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that fucking the cuck phrase? Um, I disagree with what you believe, but I'll defend death. You're right to say it, which is basically I'm so like intelligent. <laughs> give me pussy. Like that, yeah. that's what that's. No, no, no. This is the equivalent of basic. This is the equivalent of saying, you know what? Uh, I disagree with you fucking my wife, but if the if the and and, and you DS games throw and you switch games throw in the mix, and hey, I'll, I'll look the other way. Oh that's basically what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so the top one percent 
um, globally has grabbed nearly two thirds of the forty-two trillion dollars in new wealth created since nice. twenty twenty. Now I'm going to quote you a nice a nice little quote. It's it's a bit lengthy, but I want you to get all the information, all the facts, just so you can be sure that social democracy is the way. Okay. Right. Um. And and I quote: Billionaire fortunes uh, are increasing by two point seven billion dollars a day, not a week, not a month, not a fucking year, a day. While at least one point seven billion workers now live in countries where inflation is out pacing wages 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 oh my god fuck me this is all um, in the quote by the way this is the, the <laughs> me saying fuck me this is in the quote <laughs> and i continue at the same time half of the world's billionaires live in countries with no inheritance tax for direct descendants uh, putting them on track to pass on five trillion dollars to their heirs more than the gross domestic product of all of africa Oxfam said a 5% tax on the world's multimillionaires and billionaires could raise $1.7 trillion a year, enough to lift 2 billion people out of poverty. And this is the, they hear this. They hear $42 trillion of, of new wealth have been made, and two-thirds of this has went to 1%, basically. And their solution is, hey, we should put in a modest 5% tax. Yeah. All right. In my fucking shithole, <laughs> I pay more than fucking five percent tax. Okay. What? Yeah. I mean, what? What is the 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 thinking? What were they thinking? What is the 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 mind process that leads you to see these gargantuan, like unfathomable figures? I don't think like I would have to actually think about how many zeros there yeah. are in a trillion before I fucking write it down. That's how fucking big of a sum this so, is. So I am huh? confused because you said this was going to raise our spirits, and my spirit is is yes. still thoroughly subdued <laughs> exactly. after this news. Exactly right. This is yeah, but hey, there's gonna there's I'm gonna be a Nintendo Switch game in for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that, I'm just making the meme that a fucking social democrat and these of these course. types um, yeah, yeah. are thoroughly uh, inept. Uh, thoroughly incompetent, thoroughly what's the term? Uh, nefarious. That's the word. Mm. Nefarious in their in their because they know what they're teaching or what, what they're preaching is bullshit. They know what the, the solutions that they hold are nonsense. They're not going to fix anything. But they are uh, within a certain um, uh, like structure. Yeah. They serve a certain class interest that is not the uh, class interest of the vast majority of people. Um, and they they uh, lie through their teeth and they suggest stupid shit like this. These completely inept. Um, solutions like oh a five percent tax well which by the way will never happen right, ever exactly. and, That's the the, thing. and even if it does they'll skirt it. and by the way they're like oh you know in countries where they have like you know where the wealthy can really easily get away with tax evasion like in 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 uh, India or Nigeria right um, you think these people who have like judges and police and all this kind of people basically in their back pocket if they aren't themselves those yeah. like holding those positions of power etc you think these people would just acquiesce to ha- giving even a modest sum which would be five percent uh is yeah uh, complete nonsense by the way apparently th- this uh, entire topic is to be taken up at the world economic forum in switzerland which is taking place now um and i quote will be attended by 52 heads of state and nearly 600 ceos yes these are the people who are going <laughs> to sign off uh, on the Always. um the stupidity of this. So, yeah. so anybody who's, who's wondering, um, there is going to be a new, a new DS, a new uh, Nintendo Switch game. Yes, for you, so. yes. <laughs> oh, oh, new Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to 
just be injected into Animal Crossing and just live there. That's probably what they have planned for us. And like the energy mm. we use to move the joysticks yeah. around, like we'll uh, <laughs> fire up the androids that uh, create we'll the, crypto mine. the ghoul <laughs> that, that goes up our ass to feed us. It's it's going to be absolutely fucking glorious. Can't now wait. With, 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 mm. with, with ta- the conversation about taxes always like I'm so not unnerving, but kind of like boring at this point because it's all under in the underlining capitalist superstructure. So if you fucking uh, increase tax, for example, in a particular country, we've seen like in 85% of the cases, that just means that they will outsource their banking and they will quite literally end up sometimes even paying less tax than what you uh, what you would get out of them by having a relatively low uh, tax bracket. It becomes like a self-eating snake, right? Uh, where mm. you, you basically cannot uh, win against them. That's why, like, reform, uh, you know, maybe out of the three of us, I'm the most sympathetic to reform or whatever, but, like, with, with, with just thinking that you can, you know, establish a more just society by... Uh, by reforming your way into it when it comes to tax reform, tax reform your way into it, you would have to do it on a literal global level because as long as there's like some any shithole fucking tiny island that can call itself a fucking country and is and is willing to make a buck out of uh, laundering money for the super wealthy, they will proceed yeah. to launder, uh, launder their money. So either you have some incredible... Um, card up your sleeve that is somehow going to inspire the bourgeois, the international ultra elites to actually say, no, maybe I should pay my part always, and then we make taxes 50, 60, 70%, or fuck it, even 30, 40 on a global level. Let's be as modest as fucking possible. Unless you can do that, there is uh, there is no way that uh, increased taxation will lead to uh, any real changes uh, on the ground, which is unfortunate because you know tax the rich sounds really cool but it doesn't really work like that and sometimes it's we can have a whole episode on this in countries that can print their own currency like the US or or Japan or European Union to an extent depending on which states uh, that you know follow modern monetary policy they're like taxes literally don't go into anything it's like digits that fucking disappear it's literally money getting burned but uh, yeah it's it's as Hakim beautifully put as always uh Reformism is it, like I wish they were Olympic right, politics, but, but it's but it's yeah yeah it's it's sorry if I'm going on a rant here, but what pisses me off all the time is that they call us like naive. They call yeah. us like you know, oh, you're thinking of these massive revolts or whatever. But my friend, what are you when you are willing to accept uh, uh, just a Nintendo in order to get fucked a bit, <laughs> to watch your wife get fucked even harder? Mm. Uh, uh, are we really the naive ones, or are you? And I think the um, the answer for the last 30 years, almost every year, was uh, that they are the ones. Because yeah. at this point, their wife, I mean, whatever. At this point, they're fucking their dogs. They're fucking their couches. They're pissing on their walls. And they're <laughs> shitting on, you know, in, uh, right next to the toilet bowl. You know, the bourgeois <laughs> on, on, in our apartments uh, of the collective proletariat. But yeah. no, no, we are the naive ones because we understand what actually needs to be done. But okay, okay. I'll, I'll, then I'm naive. God bless. I accept it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful rant. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, well, this is uh, some U.S. domestic news here, um, as you all know and love. 
Uh, mm-hmm. You've probably heard of Fort Bragg and how it's kind of been sus for a while. It's a military base in North Carolina where a number of people have just turned up dead. Like people have been murdered. Uh, or Not you know, goated. Yeah, they've, they've mm-hmm. quote-unquote died mysteriously, things like that. And so people obviously took this to mean any number of conspiratorial things, anything from uh, that they're researching chemical or biological weapons there or like weird mind control stuff. Obviously, none of that was, was the case, uh, but now they've officially kind of cracked it. And the, the conclusion is the, the same as always, uh, drug trafficking and at least one instance of human trafficking. Uh, this is all linked mm. to one particular group, um, the Third Special Forces Group and Delta Force, <laughs> the super cool guy. Really? Yeah. The Chuds be chudding, man. Yeah. The Chuds <laughs> be chudding. I didn't like, expect the Chuds chud, having it in them to like actually develop like a business, you know, fucking dealing drugs, <laughs> bro. Like these motherfuckers <laughs> just shoot at kids. That's like the, the pinnacle of their fucking uh, intellect, what it allows yeah. them to do. Yeah, I mean, it was just a. Turns out, it was just a group of uh, of these special forces guys who were like pimping out underage women or underage girls, excuse me, to uh, the service members at the base. And there was one quote that stood out to me um, from one of the special forces soldiers. I don't think this one was involved. Um, he said, "This is what happens when there is no war, no direction, and an eighteen-month red cycle with no mission. So dudes are fucking around with young kids and the craziest drugs. All these lives ruined mm. because people are just bored, like." excuse me but i don't think that when we're bored we're going around and like pimping out children to special forces members like jesus christ they're gonna find us out (laughs) so many pizza place basements no exactly yeah Yeah, that's that's just like i don't know there's there's this this rot uh at the core of all of these institutions especially the military institutions Mm. in the u.s and to 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 excuse this kind of behavior you know that they can get away with because they're part of this elite organization the special forces or whatever by saying oh they're just bored you know boys will be boys when they're bored that's so (laughs) unbelievably gross and unacceptable and it's Mm. it but of course it's not shocking that this stuff happens because it happens every time it happens all the time especially Mm. in places occupied by these groups uh, outside the u.s um but it's only here that it becomes a problem Mm. Exactly right. This is a common practice uh, abroad. Yeah. Um, the American military is known for this, and it's the sort of thing that uh, the American military and every other institution, including, by the way, like ambassador staff and what's it called, like the, yeah. the um, uh, diplomatic staff. Uh, people who think they're important. Mission, they, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All these people, they do this, and the U.S. will expend no effort. Uh, no, will, will, uh, sorry, will exp- ex- uh, spare no expense, that's the term, to in protecting these people, hiding them, and not carrying out justice however the american legal system defines justice Mm. which clearly isn't very well um but yeah Mm. well there you go mystery solved none of us are surprised and you shouldn't be either Mm. anytime there's some kind of weird conspiracy thing going on at a military base you can bet it has something to do with weird perverted sex stuff and drug trafficking it always does Mm. Speaking of uh, sex trafficking, uh, as most of you probably know, the top G, Andrew Tate, together with his brother, have ended up deep in a Romanian prison cell somewhere. Uh, They're being Mm -hmm. tried and accused of some heavy-duty shit. Uh, All of their assets that the the EU has access to have been seized, and the Romanian government has their foot so far up their ass that Tate is trying to rally his uh, side or whatever 
any way he can. Some stuff uh, as pathetic as saying that there's no actual proof for the accusations, even though we have beyond enough witnesses, as well as he himself saying that he loved to R-word uh, one particular woman on voicemail, which, you know, horrible, but also so fucking stupid. Like, yeah. if you are an R-wordist, like, why would you? Okay. Uh, as well as, Hakim, you will love this one. As well as LARPing <laughs> as being a devout Muslim by uh, walking <laughs> around with the Quran every time, uh, you know, cameras might be able to take a shot of him. So he might end up, like, trying to spin this of, like, I don't know, evil Romanians hate rich Muslim in their country <laughs> or some shit. Uh, but, yeah, bitch welcome to eastern europe uh, you <laughs> thought you could come here believing in all the stereotypes you could muster but after you got away with it multiple times by the way in the uk mother romania has a chance <laughs> of making you pay but you know hey let's see how it goes what's uh, most concerning though to me is the literal like to me it's, it's genuinely shocking like i'm experiencing culture shock every day i open fucking twitter in the last week uh, there are literally tens of millions of fans mm. who have been like aggressively supporting him even since uh, proof of just how fucked up this guy is uh, came out uh, when you know these are I guess the idols of our time then Rome is really fucking falling uh, and I'm really proud I even wrote this down well then let's enjoy the view from new Rome the real top G Romania <laughs> like Rome, Romania. I should go to prison. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. They should fucking good. arrest me. I am worse. I am <laughs> fucking worse. Um, so yeah, top G in jail. What? What's your opinion? And before you like completely dismiss it, oh, who is this guy? I don't give a shit about who this guy is. Unfortunately, we shrink because there's li like he has, yeah, like f a following bigger than like half like European states. You know, like like this guy is not someone to be trifled with. He has the, the sociopathic tendencies of, like, I don't know, five Ted Bundy's put in, put in one. But, you know, he got where he got to because of the world we live in, which is searching for idols, and it's finding them in those types of fucking imbeciles people. who are a mirror right mm. back at society the way it is now. But sorry. Yes, opinions, gentlemen. Uh, anything I say is going to get me visited by the feds again. Like there is a solution to people like him, and it's cheap, and we're not we're not going to take it. But that's I I, I will say two things. Uh, number one, I don't give it three shits about these. Guys. I don't care. I really don't. Number two, and this is something that I will kind of because we we meme a lot, uh, and I think it's also uh, good to remember under a socialist system, what. Uh, JT is recommending <laughs> would make a lot of sense I'm trying to navigate this yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. get in <laughs> but what I will say is under a social system there will also be a proper uh, like you know um, uh, it would be, be more difficult for these people to show up in the first place this is worth yeah, yeah. exactly right there would have been the appropriate protection so things like this don't happen number one number two if somebody were to be accused of the things he was accused again I don't know anything about it I'm assuming there's like you know like it's beyond doubt, and yeah. he was like caught doing. I don't fucking know because I don't. I I've never even heard the guy speak. <laughs> I don't even know what his fucking voice sounds lucky, like. I just lucky. know he has a big following, apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, my my point being is that as much as we meme under a real socialist system, 
there will be protections so things like this don't happen, number one. Number two, if somebody were to be accused of something, then there would be an appropriate system of going through the evidence, et cetera, et cetera to properly convict the person so, to carry out the sentence. And I, I don't know if Romania is capable of doing <laughs> both of these things. I'm sorry to say. I know we were talking about Mother Romania a minute ago, but... Uh, yeah. Well, um, it's definitely better than the UK because UK let him yeah. walk without even arrest. It, it never even got yeah, to yeah, court. Yeah. No, no, no. Then, There's no investigation right. or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, there was an investigation, and after like a shit ton of uh, witnesses uh, came up, and after like real material evidence was found, the UK police, the Scotland Yard or whatever, they were like, there, mm. "There's not enough to actually start up a case." Are you surprised by the UK though? Didn't it just come out like last week that one of the head prosecutors in the UK is basically a known rapist? Yeah. And <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry to say, but like, yeah, and, and, and this is the guy who's supposed to be dishing out justice. Yeah, it's such a fucked up system. But you know, the West is supposed to have, you know, the best judiciary system in the world. Uh, yeah, the American one is uh, very. And it's built to serve these people that are doing the mm. crimes, is the issue. Yeah, exactly right. Look, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about these people. Uh, justice, inshallah, will be served in whichever way, it, 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 like uh, it falls on these people. Um, if it's the JT solution, otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's what we'll be called. That's what we'll call <laughs> yeah, the JT that's solution. That's the euphemism from now <laughs> <Yeah>, on. JT. <laughs> It's it's, oh it's exactly God. what JT like mentioned uh, briefly after you know we we touched on uh, what we are supposed to do with with people like him because he's like literally a textbook example of uh, even though you know now he has become the predator so I'm not gonna turn him into a victim or whatever the fuck but uh, just uh, Andrew Tate as he is you know the son of an incredibly successful chess master a person with. Uh, who has found purpose in, in in his case sports kickboxing specifically who goes does that sport eventually you know uh, he has to stop because of age and because of lack of success etc etc uh, which then makes him say okay what sort of other purpose can I can I find in this world and uh, capitalism when it comes to you know finding finding meaning constantly dishes out the number one solution the number one way you cannot feel like a fucking loser and that is if you make big fucking dinero so this guy who only had you know previous experiences in being very tough and very physically strong uh used that uh, you know the, the only labor basically that he knew uh together with uh with you know scamming the system whatever the fuck uh, uh however the fuck he can because he was uh, directed at the goal of what we define as success and that is having a shit ton of money whenever you listen to his philosophy or whatever and what like grabs a lot of people that is basically the 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 the, the gist of the of the whole thing he tells people you know i don't care how you make money but the only way you can genuinely consider yourself as having made it is if you make money and uh, he unfortunately really believes it and probably that belief system that like ideology uh, pushed him uh, into becoming who who he ended up becoming together with his brother and whatever it's it's uh, even the most fucked up and vile of of uh, degenerates that we uh, that we see around us are uh, as much obviously predators but equally sometimes uh, victims of a system that just stimulates them in becoming uh, these pieces of shit. We really need to stay away from the whole mentality of, you know, uh, uh, 
they are who they are. People are born like this or whatever. No, it's 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 the system that fucking turns them into these fucking disgusting animals. You know, we said this many times on the show, but imagine how many Nikola Teslas were fucking uh, unfortunately born in like uh, a starving village somewhere in the fifth world, and you know they live till twelve, never being able to give the gifts uh, of their uh, you know of their of their soul to the world. Uh, who knows? Maybe Andrew Tate and Alternative Planet was actually a okay fucking dude, but not in this one. So we will judge him based the, the on what he did in this one. The fundamental issue with all this is that there is alienation society, which gives these people a platform in the middle. In, in as a result, um, the, he wouldn't have had this sort of reach if there wasn't exactly. an actual. I don't want to call it crisis of masculinity mm. because that makes it sound a bit, you know. But there is an issue with lots of young men who seem like they, who feel like they don't have a drive, and then they get co-opted in certain movements because in their societies, masculinity and positive masculinity isn't defi- defined and is definitely not practiced. Um, and as a result, you end up with people who find or who who get attracted to people who perceivably have whatever you know meshes with their preconceived idea of what being a proper man is like so money and women and this and that or certain opinions etc so that's why you got people who went the fucking jordan peterson route mm. you have people who go the fucking uh what, what was the nonsense mctow or whatever it was called yeah. uh red pill fucking bullshit there you, you have people go the tate way or you have you know other weirdness as well that happens like us um, become a communist we are also <laughs> a cult <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> But the only real cult. Wait, uh-huh. that's exactly what the cult would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to arguably, I think, something that everybody's fucking tired of now, which is the Russia-Ukraine nonsense. Mm. Um, at least, okay, you know what? I'll speak for myself. I'm very tired of it, personally. And uh, the He said it number in one a different context, but he still said it. I'm very tired. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I actually said that before the when, when we just hopped on. Uh, and you hadn't hopped on. Uh-huh. You know, I was talking to you. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to make the meme. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tired today. <laughs> Poor Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, no, but you're going to look, uh, the merch is coming. So uh, yes. <laughs> the thing that I dislike the most about the reporting currently is how everybody has this like comedic approach to do, depicting Russia. Um, like, oh, you know, the fucking Ukraine is the Avengers and uh, Russia is uh, the the guy with a big head. What's his name? Thanos. Thanos. What the fuck? The guy who snaps. <laughs> right? yes, Thanos. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't watch this garbage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Half but, patrons uh, lost literally right mm. now. The second he said that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't like the French and I don't like Marvel. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, enjoy what you like. Uh, I'm going to just mention a couple of stories. The first one is apparently Russia is the reason that, you know, you know when you go into the shower and you turn on the water and the warm water, like immediately it's cold water and it takes like an extra two seconds or three seconds before the warm water hits, Uh right? Mm -hmm. Russia is the reason that happens. No. Okay. Russia is also the reason that whenever you go to watch your fucking, you know, the the, the Pokemon uh, card uh, unboxing or whatever, Uh (laughs) when when the video starts to buffer and then it goes to 140p. (laughs) Rush is also the no. reason that that happens. <laughs> exactly. You guys watch some weird um, ass fucking videos. <laughs> yeah. I've never. Wa- I don't watch this fucking garbage. My point. Yeah, is yeah. Like, that's why it was the first thing that came to your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh-huh. I was actually gonna say it's, it's the reason that it, 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 what's it called. Um, uh, the uh, fanboy porn doesn't <laughs> doesn't buffer, <laughs> but that might be a bit too niche for our, <laughs> for our Nah, Putin was like, it's yeah. war, but uh, I will not fuck with their uh, fanboy porn. We are humans after <laughs> exactly. all, even us Russians. Exactly. And the reason, the meme that I'm playing here is that there have been some small, pretty much insignificant infrastructure issues in several European countries. 
and every and like all these prime ministers are coming out and presidents are like oh yeah it's Russia sabotaging you know the you know the tram line between this little village and this other <laughs> shitty little village yeah it didn't work for like 20 minutes and it was the Russians I don't know what to tell oh. you um, and at the same time they t- turn around they're like oh but the Nord Stream pipeline that was bombed um, the Russians could have been behind it they're blaming other people they, they're blaming the US and the UK with absolutely no evidence is it literally what it says yeah I've been exactly in the uh, uh, the text it's like oh there's no evidence that the you know the UK or the US have, have carried this out well, so how yeah, to start caring means... about evidence all of a sudden and then yeah, the reporting exactly right. yeah. sorry yeah. Mm. so that's number one number two in Australia there was a tennis game but uh, I mean if you enjoy tennis good for you uh, where a Ukrainian and Russian people were competing good for them I hope the best person won uh-huh. um, but apparently uh, as is normal with uh, sporting uh, people sit on the stands and they have their flags for their countries of the player's country. So uh, somebody displayed a Russian flag in the stand when there was a game between a Ukrainian and a Russian player. Uh, and I kid you not, the Ukrainian ambassador to Australia threw a fucking fit on Twitter, basically being like, Jeez. oh, this is not a pro, this is like, yeah, all this fucking nonsense. People apparently in the stand start calling the police. What the heck? Because it, it's a sporting yeah, event. Russian, God, that's literally please. just, ra- yeah. but that's racist. That's, yeah. that's like textbook yeah. fucking racism. Because the state <laughs> exactly. does something you generalize yeah. everywhere. Like, when did yeah. we forget? Like, we did this to motherfuckers like Hakeem for like 20 yeah, fucking yeah. years, and now we're like, oh, well, exactly. They still do it. Sorry if it's out. I'm like, no, they definitely do. But it's like, they were like waiting, you know, like the lib- libs, especially. Neocons, mm. they always fucking do it. At least they're honest in their racism. But the libs are like sitting mm. behind, you know, the desk, just fucking waiting for to mm. say a fucking slur. And now all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you can do it to Russians. They're like, fuck yeah, fucking mm. give me a fucking Russian baby. I'm gonna fucking fuck it. You know, like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, honestly, somebody's gonna clip that. Yeah. It's gonna be funny. <laughs> oh my god! But you're actually, you're honestly, you're so right. And by the way, the Australian Tennis Association, or whatever the fuck, uh, the esteemed Australian Tennis Association, um, they put out the statement basically saying that they will, uh, they have banned the display of Russian and Belarusian flags now mm. uh, in any games, any in the stands or anywhere else. Which I just find like again, it's fucking, it's so childish. It's like I remember when the war first happened and they banned Russian. Uh, cat breeds from yeah. competing in cat shows. Yeah. I'm like, what the? F- what did the cat have to? The do? cat doesn't know what's <laughs> going on. Like, the cat doesn't yeah. know where it is. <laughs> oh my god! You think cats recognize borders? Yeah, I- Jesus Christ! <laughs> Anyways, going, going on, like moving on. Another, another garbage. Fucking sorry, I'm, I'm talking ears off about this, but just so you know how tired I am of this. Um, Ukraine has yet again. Uh, start yelling, oh, we need more guns, more tanks, more this, more that, because uh, the Russians are, oh, there's going to be another offensive, blah, blah. Uh, and apparently also uh, the current shipments of weaponry and ammunition and whatnot isn't coming in fast enough either. Um, so Zelensky's, you know, they're seething about this. Uh, and Latvian, Polish, UK, and US politicians have been pushing and yelling at Germany to throw in basically a bunch of tanks to send them to, to um, Ukraine. By the way, we're talking about 14 tanks, so basically nothing. <laughs> uh, and, and Germany already has such a small stock themselves mm-hmm. uh which is funnily enough they are very pretty though they are very pretty tanks yeah they it's it, they're pretty but they're when you can only cool. produce like yeah, when pretty, you can yeah. only produce like six a year yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah my god you make sure uh, they're little anyways. pretty boys mm, exactly hold on i'm gonna give you a quote from this fucking from from what's his name uh the latvian uh president um, he said today ukrainians but sorry i, have, oh, I will yes. have to interrupt you you were talking about mm-hmm. australia previously which doesn't exist and they're talking about Latvia, which also doesn't exist. <laughs> Basically, oh, yeah. oh. as you're munching on God knows what. Are you, are you munching on the Kaimak? No, on the <laughs> Kaimak, no, I didn't it? have any, but I have like this uh, 
got the cheese. You're so yeah. cute, Tammy. I'm sorry. I, had to enjoy, I thought you please. couldn't hear it on the Go mic. Ahead, no, no, no. Enjoy, Habibi, please. Uh, it's a what's it called? Honey to my ears. Mm. Have a yani, eat to your fill. Anyways, uh, to quote: Today, Ukrainians are fighting not only for their freedom but also in defense of Europe. Mm, yes, uh-huh. the defense of all of Europe. Because you know, if, if they're not stopped at the gates of fucking Donetsk, <laughs> right? They're gonna roll on through to fucking you know to Normandy. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, the biggest point to this which is completely missing is after all this destruction all this pain and all this fucking suffering who's gonna rebuild ukraine which money whose money what about regular ukrainians what the what is the point of prolonging this conflict to this point when ukraine has absolutely no indigenous capacity to produce any weaponry at this point to continue the fight so they basically have to rely on the productive capacity on all of europe and north america to basically continuously send them weapons it just reinforces the the usual point that washington is ready to fight russia and ukraine to the last ukrainian Mm. but they don't care about ukraine or ukraine uh, ukrainians themselves um no is is there any point to add, or can I move no, it, on to it, it, to the last? It's 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 fucked because like you, at, at the same time you understand the Western policy when it comes to the the current conflict and that they will fight up until the last little brick that uh, the commies build in Ukraine becomes absolute rubber uh, yeah. rubble. Sorry. Uh, rubble out like the Russian rubble. Haha, that's that was a <laughs> triple threat. That wasn't even intentional. But yeah, um, but at the same time, like you can't. Like, I, I, they are really well-meaning, and I respect them seven hundred times more than the warmongering fucking psychopaths. Uh, but there are, you know, extremely well-meaning politicians and also philosophers, etc., etc., coming out and being like, "Let's just stop this." Unfortunately, you know, if you give this argument to to a random Ukrainian, no matter his political ideology, I can understand why they'll say, "Fuck off, no man. We, we're gonna beg as much as we want, and we're gonna fight as much as we want, and we're ready to lose X, Y, Z percent of uh, percent of uh, our population." It's uh, I can't I, I, go and tell a Ukrainian how to how to fight i would say if I, I don't know if they've done polling on this but i would assume if you were to act because ukraine is not again like there's not one uniform opinion in the country depending on where you are there's going to be different opinions in the far west of the country sure that might be the case um but if you're in the south or southeast or where the war is actually happening i'm pretty certain or at least i have a, an inkling and previous polling has kind of yields at this point that people i, I would think would be okay with just uh, what's it called a ceasefire and then whatever parts that russia has they keep whatever they keep crimea it doesn't matter as long as the war just stops so people can go back to real mm. life go back to universities go back to regular jobs etc i mean ukraine in peacetime didn't have pensions and didn't have reasonable wages can you imagine what, what it's like now yeah so it's like the realities of war really enforce themselves and then you realize hey you know what it's easy to be like oh we're gonna fight to the last man but when you're when you can't feed your kids or Mm -hmm. when you know like a 20 year old uh your 20 year old daughter can't complete her education or she's gonna lose many years of her professional life to basically nothing like wasted time right then this sort of stuff becomes you know if not life and other like you know loss of other way more serious things uh doesn't you know take place first so yeah it's, it's a complex it's a complex discussion um and i think it's more appropriate for ukrainians to to have this discussion than, than us um but yeah exactly uh, that's why i was saying i don't want to tell them when they should stop a war or give up in a war they need to decide for themselves because they were exactly, the ones that exactly. were openly attacked um, what's it called? I was gonna say, JT. Uh, one day you will also experience war on your own home turf. 
<laughs> and then you'll also be able to contribute to this discussion like like me and you go i'm the teasing great patriotic war between uh, texas and oklahoma that's gonna be a oh yes 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 one for the ages what is, i'll is root it, for you guys because i don't even know what oklahoma <laughs> is is it is it a spread <laughs> is it a pastel? <laughs> what, what is oklahoma known food uh, known for food wise i'm gonna upset the oklahomans and say i don't know oh, cool. all i know is oh, there's wow. a stage play called oklahoma uh, Fried okra? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, okay. That's what we do. Yeah, we deserve to win this one. I, I, I am going to the front. Sausage right now. and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude, look how disgusting this is. I wrote Oklahoma food, and I went to places, and it's just squares on squares on the map, on the Google Maps. Oh. And there's Nick's Grill, which apparently closes soon. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, Wait, it's hold on, hold on. I'm. I'm it's one I'm, in the afternoon. Yeah. Why is it closing? It says it closes soon. Uh, and I'm just gonna amazing burger and super friendly owner and staff grilled onions cheese mushrooms and jalapenos were the options I believe small and cozy place and the cheeseburgers and fries uh, were very good they say alright well then uh, everybody Nick's Grill on uh, North Pennsylvania Avenue <laughs> is apparently very good so uh, go give that a try try Nick's Grill today this will be the yeah, first exactly. this will be my first forward base once I establish a foothold in Oklahoma I will take exactly. Nick's Grill anyways <laughs> my final point on this <laughs> <laughs> nonsense uh, is uh, I'll give you a quote which is a beautiful beautiful fucking such a full of shit quote there is a lot of potential for western NATO countries to increase their support for Ukraine because it's in the interest of the whole world especially for all NATO and European countries to give their support in order to let Ukraine win the war that's not the entire quote but let me just say I love how they say for western NATO countries yeah. so fuck Turkey and fuck you know it <laughs> yeah, has yeah, to be yeah, the, yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> yeah. classic um Again, by the way, this is Levitz, the, the, the Latvian president. Which, by the way, doesn't it come part and parcel with me? Yeah, I'm not going to make another cuck joke, but uh, <laughs> the Baltics has always been... Yeah, anyways. Uh, you cannot offend me more than uh, confusing the Baltics mm. and the Balkans. One is uh, based and yeah, exists yeah, 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 and yeah, has for, sure. for thousands of years, <laughs> and the other is literally a figment of everybody's imagination. I don't know why you're talking <laughs> exactly. about these countries. Same like Australia, yeah. but like they first experimented inventing countries with like those three, and then they, they mm. set up Australia. It's, it's, a, it's a great... <laughs> exactly, um, it's a Irish conspiracy. The Irish did it because then they Guys, can be not the biggest island. L- let me just finish this quote. This is the greatest violation of international law and of peace huh. order. And for this crime of aggression, there is no international court currently which could deal with this issue. Therefore, this is the proposal, and Latvia is supporting this, to create a special tribunal of Russian aggression against Ukraine at the International Criminal Court. So they want to basically bring them to the International Criminal Court to be like, hey, you violated the sovereignty of another country and you need to be punished for this. Um, do you know, Do you want to know what's hilarious? Is that the US and the UK, uh, it, it specifically says uh, missing from the propo- support, uh, support <laughs> for the proposal is the U- US and UK support. Um, so yeah, I'm Smart real head there. scratcher there. Smart <laughs> real fucking. Uh, do, do you know when, like, when you have a puppet and then he starts saying shit and you're like, oh, this motherfucker is going off script. Yeah. That's what just happened with Latvia right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's um, also but, like yeah, shooting uh, yourself in the foot in this like miraculous uh, circumstance of like Ukraine potentially winning this conflict. Uh, like mm-hmm. uh, when you set up an international crime court, and I know from personal experience, no, my dad wasn't a Lama. criminal, but like, uh, you know, uh, when Yugoslavia was 
was falling apart and they set up international crime like courts usually it was the the on the winning side countries that were like insisting oh let's do this so we fuck over all mm-hmm. the you know genocide people but then the international crime mm-hmm. courts uh, you would be surprised sometimes there's like one or two and a hundred judges there that is actually decent and they're like oh actually let's mm-hmm. prosecute like war crimes on all sides so I am yeah. I if uh, what I'm saying is in, in, in a world in a world where like Ukraine uh, potentially wins this conflict they will be the last one who supports an international yeah, crime yeah. court because as we all know when national wars end you gotta clean up and by cleaning up mm, i mean like a lot of people are gonna yeah. you know so they will not want a criminal court at all mm. neither the russians obviously for more obvious purposes right now mm. yeah. well we've got some uh this i just grabbed this today right before the the show started um ken klippenstein everybody's favorite investigative journalist slash shit poster got a mm. hold of some uh heavily classified <clears throat> or, or redacted uh u.s military intel from 2020 which suggests that COVID was not man-made after all, you know, after all the fear-mongering that that the U.S. did about that. Um, Mm -hmm. If you go through the document, it's still pretty redacted, but the TLDR of it is, according to scientific sources, this is quoting from the doc, according to scientific sources, scientists would not have purposefully created the virus based on the current knowledge of coronavirus genomics in the field. Scientific models would have predicted that the SARS-CoV-2 structure used to gain entry into human cells would yield a poorly infectious or non-infectious virus, according to the same scientific article. Uh, So TLDR, they were just as confused as we were. There's no conspiracy here about COVID. The whole, uh, it was a a convenience thing to try to pin it on China because they are geopolitical enemy number one or number two, depending on who you ask with the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. But yeah, China has long been a target of U.S. smear campaigns. Uh, and this one was was fairly obvious from the outset, I would say. But now it's it's definitely confirmed that even the U.S. Uh, military intelligence community was on the same page. That look, the Chinese did not cook this up in a lab. So there you go, a little bit of of useful information if you still have some conspiratorial friends and family. That's really good info because like, if anybody if they found like an inch of an inches inch or centimeter or whatever the fuck so you Americans understand me, they, they would uh, immediately plaster that all over right. uh, every new source that they could find, you know, if they found any evidence. And the fact that uh, these guys, like, to such an extent couldn't find any reasonable manner in which to even, like, completely think up and invent uh, a conspiracy about how the uh, the Chinese created it means that, yeah, that it confirms with even greater intensity what we've known uh, since the get-go, I guess. Yeah. Especially when you have, like, a doctor friend like we do with Hakim, and you can just ask him, yo, bro, is, mm. is this shit, like, for real, or is it the Jews? <laughs> Did the Chinese do this? Mm. <laughs> ah, but no, but the Chinese, are, you know, because they're, like, a lower race, they will never be able to do it, so it was the Jews <laughs> behind them who inspired them. Oh. Same, like, with the Russians and yes, Bolshevism, and, you know, it's always, you know, you go back to the good old... <laughs> the staple, yeah, the one that have always been behind everything yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely so time to bore you with stuff you don't care about but it's data and information (laughs) and it's interesting and it could bring up a very good uh actually little debate or conversation point or whatever so recent surveys are implying an impressively sizable shift in the perspective european union citizens have towards the union itself after the incredibly pathetic but also devastating for the british working class unfortunately fiasco that was brexit the european union seems to have managed to use 
utilize the ensuing chaos to its advantage. That was the main conversation point back then. Are they going to use the UK as an example of what happens when you just want to leave it or not? Well, in my opinion, the EU played it really, really smart, no matter how much it pains me to admit it, uh, because they went this particular route, in my opinion. Why directly over-sanction and fuck with the, with the Brexiters when you know in the long term, due to the economic connection between the mainland and the island, Island, uh, the island will eventually get totally embarrassed or start crawling back, uh, begging for mercy just because of how much money they would lose with Brexit itself. Uh, a bit of both happened in the UK, as we all know, in a karmic twist of events of the millennia, uh, ain't looking too good. And uh, that's being modest, obviously, especially with the looming potential Scottish independence. Uh, Euroscepticism in most EU states. States. This is kind of the, the send news, the proper actual news here. Euroscepticism in most EU states now is kind of a bit of a meme at this point. Uh, and to explain this, let me drop some data that they got from very, very large surveys that they conducted all over the fucking place. So the largest decline in leave support was in Finland, where 28.6% of respondents uh, who declared uh, which way they would vote in a Brexit-style referendum answered leave back in 2016 against only 15% now in 2022. Similar stark falls between 2016 and 2022 uh, were recorded in the Netherlands where it fell from 23% to 13%, Portugal where it fell from 15% to 6%, Austria where it fell from 26 to 16 France from 24 to 16 uh, with smaller but still, you know, statistically significant falls in places like uh, Hungary from 16 to 10, that surprised me big time, Spain from 9 to 4, Sweden from 23 to 19, and Germany with a small fall from 13 to 11, uh, while support for leave uh, in uh, the survey's most recent round was highest, obviously, in the Czech Republic, the my my uh, prettiest country, but uh, least favorite yeah. uh, racist, 29.2%, uh, uh, with Italy, obviously, good old Italy, never fails to disappoint, with 20%, and Sweden at 19%. Uh, but even in those countries, it had declined by an average of 4.5% uh, each, uh, with uh, the top one being 9.1%, 4 4.6%, declared back with uh, the ones that I cited previously with leave being the least popular in good old sunny Spain at 4.7% so uh, take it whatever way you want, especially from a revolutionary perspective or whatever, but all in all, in my opinion, this is relatively good news because it's less talking points for the right, who obviously mm. militarizes the international aspect of the EU as you know a concept which doesn't really even exist in the EU, but you get my point, to further their own you know agenda. All in all, these very high approval ratings of remaining in the Union should not, I guess, also be ignored by the left, uh, and that's why... You know, we must come up with and actually talk about it and come up with adequate stances on how in the long run, uh, be it from a reformist or revolutionary standpoint, the 
infrastructure that is there, just like, I don't know, fucking Amazon or whatever, look at it from yeah. that point of view. Uh, um, what to do with the infrastructure that is there for, you know, in this case, running a continent-wide federation. You know, the big question there, I'm not smart enough to answer it, you know, can it be utilized for our own purposes? Because, you know, people obviously at this point aren't, you know, uh, masturbating at the idea of just disbanding the whole thing. It's too, like, ideologically impregnated in their brain as being, mm. like, this this entity. Uh, my hot take of the day, I guess, uh, is that, uh, you know, this time the liberals in the walls, I guess, won't come for me, but instead the, the great revolutionary LARPers in the walls will. <laughs> uh, so, you know, if... if, if I'll put it this way, because I've thought about this a lot, and obviously I'm oversimplifying, but like, if your ideological belief is that the state under proletarian rule can be used as a tool for the revolutionary good when the proletarian comes to, to power, then a federative, cross-state federation under proletarian rule can also do uh, uh, the same bloody thing to an extent. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, sorry, I'm sure you Yanks and Arabs already found this weird monologue about my part of the world uh, uh, <laughs> no, fucking riveting. No, but, no this is what uh, we want. Yeah, this I is what we I, want. This is what exactly. the people want. Uh, it's look. Um, the American populace is thoroughly un uneducated. About <laughs> it's true. It's I, true. I though. I'm such an. I feel like I'm, I feel like I've been very rude today. Uh, I'm <laughs> no, just, uh, no, never, never. I, I'm in that kind Give of mood. I'm teasing, but no, no it, probably these sort of things. Probably half of them. Mm -hmm. I'm listing out countries, and they're like, are those cities? Are those countries? Are those continents? Yeah. What is that? Mm -hmm. Pretty <laughs> are those sure. Those oceans. A, the Czech Republic sure that, and Ocean. <laughs> that one's in Iowa, yeah. right? I think that's in uh, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You know the thing that messed me up uh, when I was very young, learning about like the U.S. is for some reason, um, different uh, American cities mm -hmm. will have the same name yeah. as like actual cities in the rest of the world. <laughs> so you, they'll be like you know Beirut in Lebanon. Yeah, There's right. gonna be like a Beirut in fucking Arkansas. Oh yeah, <laughs> for yeah. some reason we know? got Paris, Texas. Uh, we got Rome, Texas. We got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're just as uh, glorious. <laughs> yeah. as I mean, Paris, for sure, no. But uh, uh, I'm sure Paris, Texas is a better time. <laughs> <laughs> Vast I'm improvement. Such a dickhead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um, but yeah, uh, no, uh, fundamentally, it's, it's very nice to, to learn these things for people who may not be uh, related or know people of region who might not have enough time to read into it, etc., yeah. etc. Et so very much appreciated, Habibi. Don't worry about it. Um, I will move us on to another point, uh, which I think everybody also is equally very tired of. It's uh, the unending anti-China nonsense. Mm. Um, and I mean the liberal anti-China nonsense specifically, uh, as per usual. There are two stories I've been making the rounds recently. The first one is basically talking about how, oh, um, the Chinese population has declined for the first time in like 60 years. Mm. Um, and they're saying basically China's the reality of this is China's had a fairly successful family planning policy uh, for several decades uh, and it's been you know finally yielding fruit uh, and apparently to the Western analysts who basically facilitate they, they, they shift between there's too many people in China the world's overpopulated so we need to get rid of the Chinese <laughs> yeah. uh, and then afterwards now they flip to the, the other side which is oh now the Chinese aren't growing anymore so this is a bad thing oh their <laughs> economy bah, you know all this nonsense same and like the with COVID they close and they were yeah. bad people mm -hmm. now they open and now they're yeah. bad people and, they're bad and if you're people, Chinese exactly. you can't travel basically anywhere west of Berlin 
Exactly, yeah. And this is the thing where it's like, oh, they 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 scream, oh, the economy, the economy, and they move between, oh, too too few people, the economy suffers, and then on the other side, oh, there's too many people. And uh, what Yugopni just said reminds me of that very famous Yugopni, uh, Yugopni quote, Loma Paranti quote, excuse me. Um, see how? And oh, what, what a compliment! Of, what, what, what a high regard what a I hold you. Having, slip, but there's a very there's a the, the famous Parenti quote that basically goes the, it's a very long quote and the meme that he's saying is oh when the soviets do one thing it's viewed negatively mm-hmm. when they do the inverse it's always viewed negatively the the primary assumption and the drive is to represent whatever china would be would possibly do or could possibly do just like the dprk for example is to make it negative no matter what is good china could tomorrow literally cure every single cancer known to man and they'll be like but at what cost, cost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. you know oh my god that's the first point and the second point is apparently china's economic growth has somehow both exceeded expectations while also at the same time being very bad oh just <laughs> unbelievably garbage growth but also it's way bad better than we were expecting and it's just this yani dissident d- d- uh, cognitive oh, no. dissonance that they have mentally and and i'll give an example chinese growth has been better than in every single western country chinese uh, chinese economic growth Yet they still are like, oh no, but the Chinese China is not growing like it was in, in 1987 yeah. when they were growing at 12% a fucking year. <laughs> you know, the incredibly now mature, uh, productive economy, like um, manufacturer economy of, of, of China. Oh Lord. But anyways, according to the IMF, depending on which, uh, how you look at it, if you're looking at 2022 or if you're looking at the, this current first quarter of 2023, China's economic growth is between um, 3.6% to 5%. Between depending on what what period you're looking at. Uh, meanwhile, the U.S. has had a growth between one and one point six percent, so more than double wow. the growth of the United States. But nobody's sitting here and complaining about the economic uh, American economic growth. Um, so it's it's just very insincere and it's very uh, transparent uh, and it's very cringe. <laughs> and now uh, just two other small pieces of information, um, so you know uh, if you thought that was cringe, just hold on. <laughs> The current Iraqi <laughs> prime minister. By the way, you never need. This is just a a, a, a advice, a friendly advice from your friendly uh, Iraqi Marxist. You never need to learn the names of any Iraqi politicians because every two months they're switched out for other ones. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the prime ministers are switched out faster than fucking. Um, they they change more often than you change your sheets, wow. which I hopefully. <laughs> which hopefully <laughs> Which hopefully is at a reasonable rate. But um, the current Iraqi prime minister, who you don't need to know the name of, um, he wants NATO forces to stay completely in in, in Iraq, um, and particularly U.S. forces, he specified, uh, while also um, stroking uh, the Irish uh, Irish Joe's dick by basically (laughs) wanting comparable bourgeois status. He's basically been begging the um, like uh, American consulate in Baghdad to set up a a meeting between him and Joe Biden, uh, which I wouldn't, I don't know why you would ever want to meet Joe Biden. (laughs) You know, actually, unironically, unironically... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could be possibly a vibe. <laughs> yeah, just have an ice cream with Joe Biden. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about segregation yeah, a, and all. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I was just asking. I was like, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, um, what, what do you, what do you have to say? I, I would do a Rorschach test, but with words. And I'd be like, when I with phrases, I'd be like, bad side of town. What does that mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> and then just, just hear him drop the hard R's. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw something oh this morning where it's, it was a snippet from a, like a, a, an interview, and I had the transcript. And this person was, he was, someone had asked him a question about like how he was going to win over the young people and stuff. And he was answering with, you know, his typical garbage. Um, but then he <laughs> stops himself and says, what the hell is that? And then the, the interviewer's like, your phone's ringing, sir. He's like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, he this, this man doesn't even, he can't identify the, the, the ringing of his own cell phone in his pocket. <laughs> I, I, I personally, I'd love to spend an afternoon with Joe Biden. I'd love to see what, what would happen. Honestly. This might sound insane, especially in like today's context, but I literally know he's my generation. I know a Russian that had lunch with Joe Biden in what? like a ski resort in the US. Yes. One of my closest friends on planet Earth that listens to this podcast is now being freaking out probably because I'm talking about <laughs> Uh, he he was skiing somewhere and they entered this restaurant and all of a sudden like five guys in uh, in suit security come in this is before he was president obviously a long time before he was president mm. and they walk in no but I think he was VP then uh, with with Obama and you know they walk in and he sits down and he hears uh, them talking on the on the other table they're trying to teach him some extra words in in English he's an exchange student from uh, from Russia from Chelyabinsk over uh, over in the US and you know they were great people the ones that took him they took him skiing it's very nice uh, and he hears like you know them trying to explain some words and uh, you know he throws over a word to, to, to them like oh where are you guys from da, da, da. and obviously they're sure shocked oh my god the VP is talking to us and they start talking oh we have like, two exchange students from uh, from Russia and he unironically invites them uh, to his table they sit down like man I should work on Joe Biden's PR team like I'm fucking <laughs> making this guy like cooler than, than he today at least is no no uh, and no no they sat he was like he was actually relatively interesting all the time jokes blah 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 he actually asked like well what in your opinion is like current state in Russia like it's crazy because back then he was like like he was like oh our, our relationship is becoming much better and better with your country you know how that oh. went uh, <laughs> but uh, but not super wild like uh, yeah I, 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 I know a guy that that uh, uh, that knows a guy that knows the fucking well, president mm. you know huh. they were underestimated two, two steps removed exactly yeah. no I was gonna say uh it's a wild story, but you need to realize that at the time, because of improving relations, Russians weren't concerned orcs. They were now they were firmly in the white <laughs> yes, people yes, camp. Yeah, they exactly. could eat at the table, so, yeah. so Biden felt <laughs> he was allowed. So to he was comfortable. You stole my fucking <laughs> joke, you mother. That's exactly <laughs> where I wanted to go. Bravo, good one. Exactly. <laughs> oh huh. my god. He himself, Chalabin's guy. He Biden. himself uh, even makes the the joke sometimes. He's like, "Hmm, I wonder if I went now and he saw me on the other <laughs> table in the room, Russian. Probably the security would have kicked them out before it even yeah. started." Probably imagine when the war started, all the, like the exchange students that were there, how oh, quickly yeah. they got probably deported. He's fucking crazy. Have you? I, was, I don't know if you heard the the, the, the joke underneath there. The thing I just said under my breath. I, was, I said uh, I would love to be called a racial slur by Joe Biden. <laughs> and the best part about it would be is because he's so he's so demented. Uh, he would probably forget and then call me, call me the same thing two or three more times. Uh, so <laughs> so I'd be especially blessed. Yeah. Um, no fuck Biden. Anyways, uh, that was the first point. Uh, so like Iraqi politics is always garbage uh, that people ask me why I, I don't cover it it's because number one you won't care even if i start introducing it to you and number two it's such fucking depressing like imagine all the worst possible incompetence you can think of and then take it as as, as a microcosm in one country or, or, or um, like collect it in one country and that ends up uh, being the iraqi political uh, institutions yeah it's it's absolute garbage um People talk about the failures of the Western left. Motherfucker, the Iraq. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Anyways. Uh, and the final story I, I, want, I want to add was um, there was a meeting between the Algerian prime minister uh, and uh, Macron um, or uh, Macaroon or Macaroni, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm -hmm. uh, and he specifically said that he won't ask Algeria for, for, for forgiveness over colonization because according to him, and I'm quoting him, that word, forgiveness, would break all the bonds between the two countries. 
for him to, to just be, <laughs> to like by the way the completely fucking benign and and limp dick uh, right. thing to be just be like oh i'm sorry for the, the hundreds of thousands nothing, actually yeah. millions yeah yeah the change is fucking nothing but even that is fucking too much uh for him and by the way right after this he uh, he also started questioning whether algeria really existed as a country before being colonized <laughs> and we kind of went down the road like ah, the french kind of made algeria oh. i'm like yani wow. yeah yeah remarkable yeah yeah and and you guys wonder why i don't like the french but <laughs> <laughs> i'm teasing i'm fucking oh god you know at, at first i was making the joke but now every once in a while somebody be like why doesn't hakim like the french yeah. I'm like you know what i'll continue i'll continue the meme fine <laughs> oh my god you know what uh, we should actually make a, a merch thing it's a shirt and it says alhamdulillah i'm not french <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, that's enough. That would sell. And let's finish on a neutral note, I guess, by running quickly through now that 2022 is behind us, the official IMF statistics of just how class fucked you got by your government, which means how much inflation ate through whatever little cash that you managed to earn from your hard work. So let's start with the good old US of A at 8.1%, which is very Jesus. impressive for, for, for the US. Canada, a bit better with the moose sales and everything at 6.9. Right nice. at the south, the Mexicans, which are considered inferior by most Caucasoid Americans, are actually doing <laughs> better when it comes to inflation. And for all you listening, inflation, the higher the number, the worse. Okay, <laughs> like, I'm not going to explain more. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mexico at eight, uh, a place that had massive problems, unfortunately, is Haiti at 26%. That is like, that will wow. literally like starve 26% of your population if you go so intense. Uh, Brazil at 9.5. We have Colombia at 9.7, classic, with Argentina being one of the top OGs in the world right uh, after Turkey and Sudan at 72%. That wow. is, uh, that is, Mm-hmm. fucking evil uh, so basically if you had a uh, hundred bucks uh, they were worth 70 percent uh, 72 percent less obviously we have under the great leadership of uh, sultan erdogan uh, over in turkey uh, <laughs> a 73 percent uh, inflation rate i have plenty of turkish friends they are not fucking happy with what is going on back home uh, obviously mostly because of sanctions and uh, internal strife in Iran we have a 40% the European Union states mostly rank between uh, you know 5% all like in countries like France all who all the way up to like 8.5 or 13.8 in Poland uh, and shit like that with uh, with the UK being uh, worse than even the US at 9.1% Obviously, the most fucked up places are places currently in uh, in conflict or like Iran you know, previously under massive sanctions. So, for example, in Russia, we have a 13.8 inflation rate and Ukraine, a 21% inflation rate and Belarus at 16.5. Pretty crazy. But yeah, Poland ate up a lot of the inflation in 13.8 while not being in direct conflict where, you know, that country that Hakim previously mentioned with like uh, uh, those people 
rules that like no matter how good they do it's actually bad they're really fucked up like it's fucking horrible because uh, 20 years ago they had an inflation rate of one percent but now it's only 2.2 percent uh the people's republic of china exactly a 2.2 mm. uh together with uh, obviously uh saudi arabia at number two because you know you fucking oil baby uh, at 2.7 percent mm. so all in all um i hope uh, these percentages for wherever you are around the globe kind of remind you of uh the complete myth which is economic stability in capitalism reminds you that inflation is quite literal class warfare against the poor and reminds you that uh, if uh, the system experiences any sort of wobble the amount it will parasite out of your uh, hard-earned savings can be quicker than a bunch of uh, termites uh, going through a typical American house. Get it? The joke there is that you guys don't use fucking brick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially when you hear about like countries like uh, Turkey and obviously the little racist thing is like, oh, we're not like Turkey. No, you are. It's like 70%. <laughs> it can happen in, in your in your home motherfucking country. So, uh, yeah. Hey, at uh, least the Tur- at least the Turks have Kaimak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least. <laughs> all right. So there's your news roundup for the month. We hope you had fun. Uh, none of that was very positive. Uh, you had some sex mm. trafficking. You had some murders. You have uh, some inflation. But you know what? You, now you know better. You got the Lulog. Oh, you got yeah. the Lulog. So that was that was kind of fun. Exactly. Um, anyway, Ukraine is getting more of your tax money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, going. Yeah, I'll chin up. Enjoy that. At least your money's going mm. to to weapons that are going to kill civilians. All right. Well, <laughs> that's everything for today. Uh, this has been the Deep Program. I'm JT. I'm Hakim. And I'm Yugopnik, and I'm about to go eat some fucking kaimak. <laughs> and it's not kajmak, <laughs> it's kaimak. <laughs>